can understand the lesson that he has taught me. So one of the biggest lessons that it has taught me when it comes to family, through my family transition, through the grief, through the traumatic experiences, experiences is, is that you cherish people. That's right. I'm not talking about looking at the past, the relationships, the what happened. Cherish people today. Mm. Tell them I love you today because you don't know if you're going to have tomorrow. As I stated, I lost both of my brothers and my father instantly. You know, sometimes people don't have, they haven't said the words that they wanted to say. So what it has taught me is those things that you want to say tomorrow or you thought about saying, you need to say them today. If anybody's interested in getting into podcasting, grab this book. Go on Amazon, grab this book. It, it goes with me almost everywhere. This book has like a workbook. It has places you can fill it in. It tells you how to monetize your podcast. It tells you how to set it up. It tells you about sponsorships. It even, listen, go on Amazon, get this book. And this is the Bible for podcasters. Listen, it was ranked number one. For in podcasting books, look right here. Best new podcasting book by Book Authority. Right there. Boom. And a little secret. Y'all, when you grab this book, I think it's page 43. There is a code on there. Listen, you can get access to her, her class, her, her course. Get her course. It's worth hundreds of dollars. But this book is only, it's less than $50. <laughs> Grab this book on Amazon. I'm telling you, I carry it everywhere. She is the best. Grab this book on Amazon. All right, so at this time, we are welcoming author, podcast, businesswoman, coach, podcast, influencer, Coach Tina Ramsey. What up, family? CTR, Media Network. Yeah. Best in the biz, yeah. Join the team. CTR is who we are. The media network, that's the best by far. Whether you listen at your home, at your job, in your car, come get the information that's needed above all. Never lasting, motivational podcasting, giving you the answers to the questions that you're asking. Serious talks and topics, how to come up and profit, how to better yourself, your health is here. We got it, reaching 350 million. Hey, tuning in, we in 50 different countries. We all can and like minded find your purpose and your assignment. Come get your fix, your feel. Your mental alignment, get active and speak to the masses. Build your influence, all levels and all classes. Now you know you can monetize and grow. CTR Media Network, start the show. CTR Media Network, CTR Media Network, CTR Media Network. CTR, Media Network, CTR is who we are, the Media Network, that's the best by far, you know, CTR, Media Network, CTR, Media Network. Yourself, 
Health Your health is it, we got it Reaching 350 million, they tuning in We in 50 different countries, we all can And like-minded, find your purpose and your assignment Come get your fix, your feel, your mental alignment Get active and speak to the masses Build your influence, all levels and all classes Now you know, you can monetize and grow CTR Media Network, start the show CTR Media Network CTR Me- Media Network CTR Media Network CTR Me- Media Network CTR is who we are The Media Network That's the best by far, you know CTR Media Network CTR Me- Media Network Hello, hello, everybody. I am Dr. Tina J. Ramsey, the host of the Tina Ramsey Show and Podcast. And I'm so excited to have today's featured guest with us, the amazing Shayna Asby. When you think of the words, outgoing, never meet a stranger, love, joy, these are the words that describe her. And she is determined to help us break generational curses, help us to form bonds again with our families and also change the trajectory of our future and build true legacy. So without further ado, let's bring on the amazing, the phenomenal Shayna Asby. Hey. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing great. How are you today? I am doing fantastic. And I am so happy to have you on today because you're talking about family yes, and why this is so important. And also you tackle some of the things that we struggle with in regards to family relationships and all of that good stuff like that. So who are you? I know I told them a little <laughs> bit about you, but who do you, Shayna Asby, describe yourself to be? So again, my name is Shayna Asby. I am the family life coach. I'm also the host of the mother's place which is actually a podcast located on facebook where i help strengthen encourage and realign mothers and as well as advocate for them because us single mothers we have a hard job of just raising children by ourselves, right so we need that support system but i'm also the family life coach where i actually embody the importance of the family foundation so what i try to do is i what i what i put out to do is i help people break generational curses from their past as far as their youth, because some of those experiences kind of left us stuck as an adult. So just helping them heal that process in order to go forward and to walk in the purpose that God has for them. Mm, you know what? You said a lot of good information right there. It's because many times you're correct. We may be an adult, but maybe something happened to us when we were younger, or maybe you didn't have your father in your life or your mother, or maybe your siblings, you was 
uh, split into different homes. And whether we realize it or not, those types of things, uh, it, it, it scars us. And most of the time we do not address it nor deal with it. You know, I have heard of so many different type of coaches, business coaches, uh, vi uh, visibility coaches, uh, the list goes on and on, transformative coaches. But to hear about someone who specifically is geared towards the family, that's something that I have, I don't hear um, too often. So why did you decide uh, to go into specifically family life coaching? So the reason why I became a family life coach is one is because the family is the foundation. That's the foundation of who I am as a person, who we will become. It starts with the family. So me specifically, I went through some past experiences in my own personal journey where at the age of 12 years old, my mother gave me up because she had a mental breakdown because of a divorce. Um, her and my father, he, my father, he became remarried. Um, my mother, I, instead of, you know, raising us, she felt like she couldn't do it. So she gave us to our father and it was me and my two younger brothers. And so because of that, that paradigm of that shift, that thing that happened, it actually caused a breakdown in our family. You know, I had to see, you know, you feel when it comes to being left out or feeling rejected, you feel rejected, you feel left out, you feel like you don't have anyone to look out for you. You go around this world lost and confused because you're not knowing who you are. So it, it became that. And then that father that raised me was not my biological father. He was the only father that I knew. So that added a different story on top of that. What I realized is that not only do we pick up the generational curses from our, our family that's our biological family, but for any family that actually adapts us into that family, we pick up everything that goes along with that. So because of everything that I went through, I actually was able to learn from what I went through as well as go to school to become a family scientist so I can help educate other people how to go come overcome those things so they can walk into, like I said, the purpose that that was destined for their lives. Because a lot of times we get stumped right there because we didn't have maybe a mentor or someone to speak about, mm -hmm. you know, who we are or who we should be or what we should be doing. So that is why I stepped into family life coaching, you know, in the process, as I stated before, and, and I'm pretty sure you remember coach Tina Ramsey, we were supposed to do this show uh, a year ago. Yeah. I lost both of my two little brothers the same way I lost my father. They all died from, of motorcycle accidents and both of them died from car accidents 10 years apart mm. so that right there was like my awe moment like i needed to learn and teach people learn and teach people how to overcome those obstacles that they feel like is stopping them from walking into their purpose wow we have heard so many people uh use this phrase loosely uh turning your pain into purpose. Yes. Many people, they use it because it's a very popular statement to say yes. the least. But when I'm hearing your story, you are actually can be the poster child, the picture, the, it, the, the human being that can exemplify turning your pain into purpose. So you didn't, you're not only going to school and we're going to talk a little bit more about what a family scientist is, yes. uh, but you're also, uh, went through your life experiences. And then, you know what? I never thought about the fact that uh, when you deal with these traumas, that's biological. Of course, we know that biological traumas. Uh, you were saying how your mother 
uh, had a breakdown and then she let you stay with your father. But to think about being with a stepfather and then you have this new family and you, I never thought about you pulling their tragedies, their problems, their mishaps, the good and the bad, you're pulling that with you as well. So here you are, a young person, have to deal with adult issues at a young age and you're carrying the load of two different families. And yes. as a child, you just want to make, you don't want to make your parents upset. You don't want to be an additional problem. Okay. And so how was that trying to, if it's possible, like balancing it all, because I'm hearing, okay, we had to go through this and then we went through that. And then I had to learn, you kept, you emphasized the word learn, and then you were helping people. So how did you transition? Oh, that transition process. <clears throat> so that transition process was definitely different due to the fact that as you're going through, through life, right, things happen. Things happen that's abnormal. And so when I say learn is that every life experience is not experienced just because it just happened to you. Everything is purpose because it's God's design. But at the same time, are you going to catch the lesson that God has given you in order to learn what it is that you're supposed to catch? Because everything is not always about you. It's for the next person. So as I was going through, and I may have been hurt for a moment. I may have, like I told you before, I may trip and I may stumble. But even in the process of tripping and stumbling because I'm going through grief because I lost my father or going through grief because I lost my brother, going through those things, I had to make sure that I remain present. There's a lot of us that's out here today. We're walking and we're going through life and we're just living life. We're just living life every day carefree as if it has no purpose. Everything that you do, every connection that you make, every experience has a purpose. But the good question is, the real question is, Will you catch that lesson? Mm. Will mm. you catch that lesson? So as I was going through, I was present. I wasn't in yesterday. I wasn't in what my future was. I was present because I wanted to make sure that I felt and embodied this experience mm -hmm. so I can understand the lesson that he has taught me. So one of the biggest lessons that has taught me when it comes to family, through mm -hmm. my family transition, through the grief, through the traumatic experiences, experiences is is that you cherish people <sighs> that's right i'm not talking about looking at the past the relationships that what happened cherish people today mm. tell them i love you today because you don't know if you're gonna have tomorrow as i stated i lost both of my brothers and my father instantly you know sometimes mm. People don't have, they haven't said the words that they wanted to say. So what it has taught me is those things that you want to say tomorrow, or you thought about saying, you need to say them today. Mm, that's powerful. That's powerful because many times we always think, and what I'm not going to say always, but we, we generally just have the consensus that I have time. And what you're saying is that's not necessarily the case because you have your father and your two brothers both died the exact same way, 10 years apart. And who would have thought that the way that your father passed away would be the way that your brother passed away and then your other brother passed away and it was consecutive with 10 years apart. Yeah. And so 
had you not said what you need to say, then a lot of people we're, we're left with, I wish I would have done. I hope I would have done. I, I just wish I could turn back the hands of time, which we know we can't do that. And so uh, I really appreciate how you are actually using your life, your tragedies, your struggles, and you turn it into strength and you turn it into passion and you turn it into purpose. And you're helping us maneuver through life in a way that normally, especially within our black community, we sweep up on the rug. We don't talk about the emotions. We, 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 and even though I'm a, I'm a Christian and I'm a praying woman, some things you can't pray away. You have to go get some help. Yes. Um, and <laughs> it's, it's some things that you just have to do. And so the fact that you are, you learned, and another thing you say, you say you was present. I was Many present. times we're there, but we're not present. So it's yeah. happening, but we're not connected. We're not in tune with what's yeah. going on. And so it's like, it's a blur in our life. And so the fact that you said you was present, then you turned around and you said that, uh, you was able to pull the lesson from it. And if we start looking at life as little lessons to help us get to where we need to be, then the tragic moments, the hard moments, the struggles won't be as bad because we realize it's just a teachable moment and not just, oh, woe is me, this happening to me again. No, what is the message? What is the lesson that God yes. is trying to help me that I need to see yes. right now in this moment? So I, I think that is powerful. Yes. Mm. yes, 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 yes. When I tell you, again, this is coming from experience, right? Mm-hmm. And when my father passed away, again, I was 22 years old. Now, check this. I was 22 years old. I am not his biological daughter, but he's the only father that I knew. Mm-hmm. He had two ex-wives and a girlfriend. And I had to take care of the funeral arrangements because I was the oldest. Oh, wow. And when I tell you, that was my first experience of bringing the family together. I said, no. Everybody, they, you know, when we go to funerals, everybody's in an uproar. They want what they want. And, you know, one person wants them buried. One person wants them cremated. One, you know, and I just said, you know what? We're going to do this together as a family. Some things I had to put in place and I had to be that person, but had to be that voice. But I told them, I said, no, we're coming together. Mm-hmm. And whatever my father's wishes were, that's what shall be done because he is the person who has left this earth, Right. Mm-hmm. And I went against my grandfather and I'm granddaddy's baby, <laughs> uh, you know, but it was real. So, yes, I had to do that. That was definitely a transition. Yes, I went through counseling. If I feel like I cannot stand up or go forward, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to do a mental health check. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go get counseling. I'm going to go get help. Mm-hmm. It's definitely I have to do that, because if I messed up, then who's going to be there for my son? Who's going to be there for the next person? I learned so many different things from my father's experience from his death that it just it just it just catapulted me. You know, at the time I was going through a bad breakup with a boyfriend. And the first thing I said was, you know what? I thought I was going through a lot then. But when I realized it, I was going through nothing. Mm. It could have been worse than that. Death and losing somebody without saying those things like I love you. I apologize. Let's have those conversations. That is what matters. I tell people all the time, when you go to a funeral, that person that's doing the crying the most, they didn't get to say the things that they should have said. 
Mm-hmm. That was me at the age of 22. Mm. That was me. And so I propelled myself to make sure that I cherish relationships with my siblings and people. Mm-hmm. And when I felt compelled to tell them, I love you, I appreciate you. You know, my brother, before he passed away, I used to tell him I love him all the time. And to, and I remember the day he called me, he said, I love you too. Mm-hmm. That did something for me. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Wow. Wow. So what we're going to do, we're going to go and take a commercial break and we'll be right back with the Family Life Coach, Shana Asby, helping us to turn our pain into purpose. We'll be back in a moment. Listen, if anybody's interested in getting into podcasting, grab this book, go on Amazon, grab this book. It, It goes with me almost everywhere. This book has like a workbook. It has places you can fill it in. It tells you how to monetize your podcast. It tells you how to set it up. It tells you about sponsorships. It even, listen, go on Amazon, get this book. And this is the Bible for podcasters. Listen, it was ranked number one for in podcasting books. Look right here. Best new podcasting book by Book Authority. Right there. Boom. And a little secret. Y'all, when you grab this book, I think it's page 43. There is a code on there. Listen, you can get access to her her class, her her course. Get her course. It's worth hundreds of dollars. But this book is only, it's less than $50. <laughs> Grab this book on Amazon. I'm telling you, I carry it everywhere. She is the best. Grab this book on Amazon. Listen, you heard Sheila. She said, go grab my book. So if you want to understand about the power of podcasts and listen, I put all the gems inside the book. So if in my little famous phrase, if your money looking a little funny and you can't afford to me to be your personal coach, then guess what? That book is my pay it forward for all of you so that you can have me in a book. So go ahead and start your podcast today. So before the commercial break, who was actually talking to the amazing Shayna Asby, and she was bringing us through her riveting tale of her life story, her life tragedy, and how the how her father's death prepared her to start shifting and transitioning to live her life in a different way. And she has really been on a journey of helping us being able to tap into uh, of course, our full potential, but also the importance of bringing our families together, being able to say the things that we have not said that we should say, and being able to break the generational curses and be able to understand how we can maneuver through the pain to take us through the journey to our purpose and learn the lessons along the way. So let's go ahead and bring her back on. Welcome to the show. Hey. Hello, everybody. <laughs> All right. So Shana, I mean, listen, you have dropped so many gems in regards to why, uh, why you do what you do, why you decide to be a family life coach. Um, and you have been totally transparent and open and vulnerable in the sense of sharing at age 22, you weren't always this together. No. And, uh, and you said a good point when you said, when you go to the funerals and then it's the one crying the loudest, then that probably is the individual that have some things that they wish they would have said, or maybe they had an argument and they did not make up. Whatever the case may be, 
Um, you just have those individuals. Sometimes, sometimes it may be that case or sometimes it's not, but for you, that was the case for you. And yes. that situation, you learned the lesson because yes. you was present. Yes. So, and I feel like through you learning and setting the example, it actually helped your brothers, uh, say, I love you too, because you mentioned before the commercial break, how you guys just say that you loved each other all the time. And he would say it as well and how that made you feel. So I feel like in a way before Shayna Asby was the family life coach, you was already doing the family life coach stuff. So what, so what do you think about that? <laughs> I definitely, I definitely was, but, and I'm going to tell you this, and I want to make sure that I'll be this very transparent. Mm -hmm. It was not always peaches and cream. It's messy. Sometimes yeah. it's messy because in our families, it, it usually I'm pretty sure you hear people say all the time, oh, I'm the black sheep of the family mm -hmm. or oh, I'm the person. I'm the outcast of the family. Majority of the times, the one that's the black sheep or the one that's the outcast, they're the ones who are the, have the clout. They have the inspiration, the notion, the ideology in order to help save that family because they see life differently. They stand on the outside. Right. Mm -hmm. So I was that, I felt like I was that person. And I was like, no, I'm not going to use this to go internally. I'm going to use this to learn who I am within my family. And that's what I teach to understand what my position is in order for us to come together, in order for us to do better as a people. And a lot of times, like I said it before, it was messy because sometimes people become comfortable. Mm -hmm. Families become comfortable. They're comfortable in their image and their self and whatever they're into and sometimes it takes other people to see them but i'm gonna tell you this if you are that person if you are that person that's a black sheep if you are that outcast if you are that person that you know that you stand for was right and when it comes to truth and justice and you want your generational curses to be broken in your family you have to learn how to be honest you have to learn how to be prayed up and covered by god and you have to be able to tell people the truth, but you have to take off the mask that you have first in order to see them mm. so they can understand who you are and you can see it wholeheartedly. At the same time, once that happens, they'll be able to accept your character and your characteristics by the way that you portray yourself. Mm. Girl, listen. You done gave a whole different definition for black sheep and outcasts, okay? Because yeah. when you normally think about black sheep and outcasts, you don't think about them in that light being able to be pretty much the gatekeepers. Yes. Pretty much the, the people or the person that can transition or change the trajectory of the family, whether yes. it's spiritual, financial, informational-wise. Yes. Because the because you have a unique perspective of being on the outside. You're not on the inside looking out. You're yeah. on the outside looking in. So you can see things through different lenses. So necessarily being a black sheep is not necessarily a bad thing. No. It's how you choose to use it and yes. be honest and transparent and do the inner work for yourself so that you can be a blessing to your family. Yes. Wow. Wow. wow, wow, wow. Yes. Okay. You keep talking about family and all of this, but in generations, uh, let's talk about the problem, or I would say, I can't speak for every race because I'm not every race. I am a melanated woman of color right. from 
what I know. I know personally with our uh, culture, with our generation, not all of us, but some of us, because most of us are not born into a family that has financial literacy. Um, we're just in survival mode for our entire life. So uh, I know that you, you're very passionate about generational wealth and breaking yes. generational curses. So you started a summit. Uh, tell us a little bit about the summit, what it was about, and uh, whether or not you plan on doing another um, Generational Wealth Summit. Yes. So I started a Generational Wealth Summit, and, and it was like a couple of years ago. And this is a summit of educators, of people to come forth and tell us how to build that foundation of financial literacy, of being able to go forward. Because let's be real or be honest. A lot of our issues came from financial. I know me as a single mother, raising a son, I didn't have the best setup, the best foundation, the best support system. I didn't have the best. But financial literacy was one of those pieces that we really needed, especially as a people, as a black people in, in the U.S. Come on, let's be real about it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So we need to start learning from these people who have already taken the time to do the work, who walk the steps of how to get there to that next level, okay? For some reason, us in the Black community, we felt like poverty was our way. And it's not that we probably felt it. We were just there, okay? Mm -hmm. We were just existing. Whatever the pastor said in church, we were just going along with it. We weren't even reading the Bible and taking it to ourselves and holding ourselves accountable with it. Mm -hmm. God has set us up for the kingdom right here on earth. But it's up to us to take the kingdom back. It's up to us, the righteous ones, to take the kingdom back. So within that, that means that financial, being financially free, um, learning information that can get us there, learning information that can get us to the next level, not just with the family generational curses being broken, many generational curses, many other cycles of things that have held us back as a black people. Our mindset, we have to shift our mindset. You know, it was somebody who told me we should not be in the mindset of lack. We need to be in the mindset of, of bountifulness, mm -hmm. abundance. But the only way we're going to get there is if we change our mindset, realign our spirit and realign ourselves to what our true purpose is, then it'll take off from there. I agree with you because uh, I don't know what it is and what made us as a whole take up the plight of struggle, of challenges, of um, poverty, and when you think when you think about our culture in the whole, what we see, what is projected in media, we see that side. But the truth be told, we have a lot of families that are together with a mother and a father raising their children. We have very educated people within our community that are making changes. But on media, we see all the negative things. We do have individuals who know this information, they're sharing this information, but maybe we're not in this, the same locality. And so with that mindset, mindset shift, whether you are grown, whether you grew up in the projects or the suburbs, you can change your mind. If you change that mind, you can change your life. Yes. And I mean, literally, you can have people in the suburbs and still have a poverty mindset because they came out of poverty and they made it 
out physically and with the products and the house and the car and all the things that they thought were going to give them joy and happiness, but yet they're still trapped because they fear going back. And so in order for us to truly grasp and truly hold on and truly build that generational wealth, we have to not only make the money because it's easy for us as black people to make money because we're the innovators we're the trendsetters yeah. we're, we we yeah. have all these ideas so and we know how like like in the streets we say we know how to hustle we know how yeah. to do this yeah. and that but the but that's not hard getting it is keeping it and then yeah. using the money to keep doing for us so reusing the money the money is having more than one purpose investing yeah. and so with your um generational wealth summit you actually had individuals come on telling you how you can invest different ways that you can um, diversify your portfolio different ways that you can come in and uh, flip and start a business all kind of things yeah. that you had that maybe because of your family dynamic your environment where you grew up the fa the family that you are connected to right now that's close maybe no one was an entrepreneur maybe you never heard of stocks bonds maybe right. you you know and so the fact that you expose us to this information now is knowledge and then that knowledge once you take action is power and that yes. power changes the mind and that mind helped change the trajectory of your family. So no longer your family with the poverty mindset is with the abundance mindset. Yes. And now you're out there saying, hey, you can do this too. It's yes. not as hard as you think, as long yes. as you know the steps. And so I love what you was doing with uh, the Generational Wealth uh, Summit. It was an amazing summit. And I know that you have some other things that you're going to be doing um, within the years coming. And so... Um, you took it a step further. Cause okay. Because you, you keep speaking about um we're gonna speak to our single mothers. We're gonna speak to all of our single mothers, but we're gonna put a special interest to our single mothers for this because we're both women of color, okay? Yeah. So yeah. we're not dismissing all of our other amazing uh mothers out there that are not melanated, that are not black you know, however you identify black, uh, African-American. I mean, Lord, we the only race that have so many different names to describe one group of people. Right. I ain't even gonna get in there because that's another uh, interview. Why that? Right. <laughs> but, uh, but whatever you identify as. So what for us, because we have different challenges within the challenge. So if you are a woman that is not black, your challenge is not the same plight that ours is. It's we have your plight plus other variables on top of us. So yeah. being a young mother um, and also having, a ch having to retrain your brain without, it sounds like that you didn't have anyone like walking you through in your family. You're the, you was a trendsetter. You was a trailblazer. So you had to figure this out with you and God, you know, yourself yeah. in school. How was it for you growing up being a young mother and then turning around and trying to figure out how you're going to make this work. Mm -hmm. And then the fact that you have a son and we know it's to raise a daughter is different from raising a son and being a black mother, raising a black boy or a black child or a black son, however you want to say it. Okay. Right. Uh, it is very difficult when you think of it. So how did you being that, 
you your family could have maybe labeled you as radical because your ideas were so far ahead <laughs> so how was it you was able to maneuver that and did you get assistance not assistance like with government I'm talking about assistance with going to school to kind of like do like some training or something like that or uh how did how did that look when you didn't know oh my goodness let me tell you that was you know it's one thing to talk talk to people about you know generational curses and the things that we broke in our childhood or looking back to understand what they are in order to come forward but when you become a mother it's totally different because now you're in that position to either break generational curses by staying married or staying in a relationship going forward, or you're in the position to build life, right? Or mm -hmm. have this person, you know, create this life for this person of abundance or create. But if you don't, that, that's that, that step right there. But if you don't have that foundation, mm -hmm. <laughs> if you don't, if you don't have that support system, it is definitely difficult. Like I take my hat off right now. I took my hat to single mothers because mm. single mothers are doing a two person job. And I, it hurts my heart when I look online and I see a lot of these men that have these shows or they speak and, and they, they go against single mothers, mm. like single mothers have it hard, but guess what? They get up every day and take care of their children whether it's walking to the bus stop, whether it's them sick in the bed and making sure that they have the food that they need in their stomach to eat at night. They work two and three jobs in order to be that person. And I don't believe that there's a lot of people out here that chose to be a single mother. Mm -hmm. I did not choose to be a single mother. You know, I was married at the time. And the thing about it is, is that, yes, a lot of us, we ended up in relationships that we weren't even supposed to be in because mm -hmm. we didn't even know ourselves. So at the time that I got married, I'm just, oh, you know, I just want to be married. You know, I want to have a family. We're going to be great. No, I had a lot of self-healing and self-work to do. I had to find myself. So now I'm attracting other people that's like me that was broken. Mm -hmm. So when you become a single mother, it's very imperative that you start building your support system. Mm -hmm. What I did was when my son was in the fourth grade, the best support system that I've had was girlfriends. I found three other girlfriends. They were all, they're all their sons were in the fourth grade with my son mm -hmm. and we became the best of friends and we learned how to build upon each other, but we were so different like night and day that we helped build each other spiritually. So we mm -hmm. were, because we had God and God connected us, we could sit across from the table and call out things about the other person that we see from our perspective. We mm -hmm. didn't take it to heart and say that it was negative. We had to sit and swallow it. Now, sometimes you got a couple of people that get upset, but eventually they have to understand it and, and swallow it, understand and digest it mm -hmm. to realize that it was them and come forward and say, you know what? You're right. Because I have to change that thing. Mm hmm. So that support system is definitely necessary. Now, when it came to my broken family, because I didn't have that support system from parents, they didn't tell me how to move forward, how to get, you know, get by. So the first thing you do, the first thing you do, you do run to government assistance. You do run to all these programs that's out here. I live with many people because I didn't know how to stand on my own. Mm -hmm. So what I had to do is I had to learn 
I had to ask myself, I said, God, why am I here? Why am I going through this? And it was to educate other people that we want, we need each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One, we need each other. Everybody does not have the answer, but the answer is out there amongst us. Mm-hmm. Number two, especially in the black community, we have this thing where we feel like that we should put our children out at the age of 18. Where do we get that from? Not me, but I know Where what you're saying. Where do we get that from? A lot of our children weren't even ready to go out at the age of 18. They weren't stable. They We didn't financially set them up. We didn't tell them how to use a bank account. We didn't prepare them to be alone. You know, but me, I was that person. I would go let my son go live with his father. I would let him go off to different places. I told somebody the other day, I said, my son been flying on the plane since he was three. My son is 18. Mm-hmm. Even going by himself, we have to learn how to loosen the rope. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, with our with our children, but at the same time, build our support system. Bring the grandmother back in. Learn from the grandmother. Mm-hmm. Learn from the grandmother. Learn from our elders. Our elders are necessary in our lives. They can tell us things that we didn't know how to do that they knew how to overcome. Mm-hmm. My grandfather is originally from Tate, Georgia. Outhouses. Okay, going up on the hill, pumping water. We need those resources. We need to know how to survive in that type of setting. What did you do when it came to air conditioning? What did you do when it came to money? A lot of our elders, they lived during the Great Depression. What did they, how did they, how did they save their money then? What was money before that? Mm-hmm. We need the elders. We everybody has a purpose and a place. And that's what I'm trying to teach. And that's what the youth and the youngsters that we have to connect to the generations. There's no more gaps that should be in between us. We need to bring the love to build it back in, to build upon each other, amongst each other. Mm-hmm. It's very imperative that we do that. I, I totally agree with you. And we need to also, one thing that when I go back and look in history about the black community, one thing that was so amazing and phenomenal that I saw when you go back in the, 30s, the 40s, the 50s, and even a little further back than that, even the early 1800s, the community was your family, okay? The community, that, it didn't mean like blood thickening water, no. You in the neighborhood, everybody took responsibility for everybody else's children. If you see some, if someone saw your child uh, out of step, or they was in harm's way, the community would get to your child before you get to them like this. I'm going to tell your mother that you was <laughs> over here doing this S Y Z, you know, and now the society that we live in now is so isolated. It's so many people, but we're so not connected and we're so distant. We need to bring back the community feel. I remember growing up uh, in South Carolina, the small town in South Carolina and Literally, I knew my mom and daddy told me, don't you go down that go down that street number about three, <laughs> no, two blocks. You go around that corner to your cousin's house and you don't go no further. But no, you know, children gonna test boundaries and limits. So I had that new 12-speed bike. And I was like, I'm going to see how far we're going to go. So I want to go to the store, girl. Yes, I did, <laughs> mom and daddy. I know you be watching the show, so <laughs> sorry. <laughs> okay, okay. So I went down there. My cousin, we, we riding, girl. We riding. And let me tell you something. 
It was the community. So I'm over there and they knew I had no business over there. My cousin and I, and the older lady, the elder came out there and said, you better get yourself back around that corner. I'm getting ready to call your mom. <laughs> so it was stuff like that, that if children was acting up, they didn't go and film it and didn't help. They stopped it. And then they had a conversation with their children. Like, why are you doing this? We are family. Whether you are blood or not, the community came together. Even if there was a single mom in the neighborhood, that child had uncles, uh, uh, like Man. uncles, cousins, friends. You had people that I thought, growing up because we were so close i thought that was my real cousin because we be like that's my cousin do you grow up and start really going through your family stream like oh they was a friend of the family yeah. <laughs> you know that you call cuz and so we need to go back to where the community was raising the families where even if you're a single parent even if you're a single dad because that does happen nowadays yes, it does. yes it um does that the neighborhood is rallying around each other so we can keep our children safe so that yeah. our children will not feel like they have to go off to games or go off and do something that against the law in order to feel like they connected to a family when the community used to be that solid whole. And I experienced that growing up and everybody knew everybody, all the neighbors, like yes. literally you can go from house to house and sit at the table. If you're there supper time, they'd be like, sit on down. You at here with supper time. You're going to eat. Yeah. You're going to eat here and you can go eat at your house because you're here at yes. supper time and you're not going to be watching us eat. You're going to eat with us. Yes. And they bless the food and we eat. It was a family. And so what I'm hearing with you is that you're on the plight to bring back that family yes. unit. Yes. That community is so imperative. And so with my program, when, uh, when I'm teaching the family life coaching, I talk about self-love, family, community, education, and purpose. And the reason why I talk about them in those formats and that in those five stages is because in order to connect to family, to understand who I am in family, I have to know myself. I have mm -hmm. to learn healing for myself. In order to get to family, I have to, in order for family, I need to know, I can't change my family because I can't change people, but I need to be the best person that I am in order for them to understand, see me and how I'm leading, okay? That means if I'm the black sheep or I'm the outcast, no matter what it is, I'm breaking that generational curse, right? So understanding who I am within the family. Then next is community. I can't even get to community if I don't understand how important family is. Mm -hmm. community is important because what we do in environment and community affects the community and what community does it affects us those god gave us family in order for us to know how to connect with community community is definitely 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 important and then education and then purpose so community yes when i tell you i i i miss those days so much covid kind of like set us back right oh yeah i remember coming outside i said i just want to get a feel i want to get an energy of the people we were together i told someone yesterday i said i can't stand that every time a tragic event happens we come together mm -hmm. we come together during a 9 11 tragic event we come together hurricane katrina we come together mm -hmm. you know it could be an ice storm outside we're gonna come together we're gonna help each other get home 
But what about the times in between those times? Hmm. Why do we always have to meet up at a funeral? Why can't we come together before the funeral? Not even just for the family reunion. Can we go back to having Sunday dinners? Mm. Well, we all come together and we bring our potlucks or our food together and we eat together as a community. We need each other. And a lot of times, a lot of our children, because they're suffering because they are not feeling the love of community. Mm-hmm. I am that person. I, I will call your child out. Okay. I'm, I'm just, I'm being honest. I'm that auntie. And all of my girlfriends, they know I'm that auntie. They know I'm that one. Oh, oh, Shana's not going for that. Yes, because it's not just your child. It's my child. If mm-hmm. I'm a mama, I'm not a mother just to my child. I'm mother to all. Mm-hmm. It's too many times that we have looked away and ignored things that have went on and things have happened. And we have to see the effect of what has happened. Everything is cause and effect. Mm-hmm. So why not be proactive other than reactive and learn how to get back to loving each other, loving ourselves in order to love each other, loving and embracing the community and wanting to make change in our community. It's time out to not be the servants that God destined for us to be. Mm. Let's turn around this. We have the option. We can turn around this generation, but it has to be some people to come together and want to do it as a collective unit. So when I see somebody else and I see and I look at I look at Coach Tina Ramsey, I look at you as my aunt, I look at you as my big sister. I should be able to see myself. Mm-hmm. We have a problem in this community when we don't see ourselves and other people. Mm. Don't think about that's somebody's mother, that's somebody's son. No, we have to learn how to get back to the connection. I'm connected to everything that lives. Every every bee, every ant, every person, every human being, I'm connected to everything that lives. So if I kill them or I hurt them or cause harm to them, not only am I harming them, I'm harming myself. Mm-hmm. So I just took a piece of my life away. When I disenfranchise or hurt somebody else, mm. we need to be held accountable. We do. I 100% agree. So what we're going to do, we got to take another commercial break, honey, because we got bills to pay. Okay. We got to take this commercial. So we'll be back in a moment with the amazing Shana Asby. And after this commercial break. The Homeschooling Interactive Magazine is a magazine that embraces and celebrates the entire homeschooling experience. Our magazine is different from all the rest because we provide beneficial information and assistance in homeschooling, business, wellness, mental health, resources, and life. We encourage you to pick up a copy of our magazine today on Amazon.com by simply searching the Homeschooling Interactive Magazine. The Homeschooling Interactive Magazine is all about impacting the world through home-based learning, helping to de-stress the homeschooling experience. Get your copy from Amazon today.
And just like that, we are back. And I come along with a friend whom you might be asking, the amazing Shayna Aspie. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. And so uh, before the commercial break, we was actually speaking about uh, the importance of community, but also fixing ourselves first and bringing back the, like the younger people say, the old school sitting down, eating at the table. Like today, uh, I was sitting down at the table eating with my son and different things like that. And all of us actually was in there eating, which was like, like amazing to have <laughs> all sitting down, all of us at one time, you know, focus on each other. And so I feel that what you're doing is so revolutionary in the fact that it's not too many people, if any, that I hear about that decided to dedicate their lives, so to speak, to building the foundation, I mean, building the family unit. Yes. Okay. It's so many different type of culture. And I'm not uh, talking about other type of culture because I'm a little type of coach because I'm a podcast coach and a home yes. consultant. But it takes a special kind of person to be able to hit the dynamic of the family heart, the dynamic of the family traumas, and also have the information to be able to help us navigate successfully through it if we're willing to listen. Yeah. And so um, I absolutely love what you do and how you do it. I have experienced it myself with your coaching However, uh, Shana Asby is not just a family life coach. She is also a book magazine developer and coach. Yes. And she, okay, she didn't know I was going to do this, but you know I was going to do <laughs> Well, I, you know, I'm totally 100 and transparent. So when individuals ask me, like, how did you do your book and who helped and all this stuff like that? Well, this is the amazing, wait. The amazing Shayna Asby, she actually helped me in the beginning when I did not have the confidence to build my book because of a tragedy, because of a trauma of a past experience when I was an author and it did not work out the way that I thought it was a, just a terrible partnership at the end of the day. And it really scarred me. It really scarred me. And so I was stuck for years in this in this pit of inactivity. And so in order for her to even get me to the place, because everybody told me I should write a book, I should write a book. And not like I haven't been a part of books, but I took I took the easy way out. I became a co-author <laughs> to many books. And I'm not dissing co-authorship because yep. co-authorship <laughs> is amazing way to be able to meet and build more community. Okay, like we was talking about. But for me, I built more community, but I used it as a way to hide uh, because I was, I could still say, I did it. Right. I really do it the way God wanted me to do it. Okay. And so she had to do more than just help me with the, the logistics of becoming an author independently, but she had to first chisel through my mindset and my brain and my self-limiting beliefs and my doubt and my fears and take me all the way back to where the trauma, where the setback initially happened. And I'm not going to lie. When she took me back, it hurt. The, I felt all the emotions I felt when I first realized it happened. And then she, not only did she take me there, but the most important part is that she took me there, but then she gave me tangible things to work through it. And then she held my hand and said, listen, she built my confidence. You're going to do this. This is how we're going to do it. You're going to do it. 
And I'm happy to say that this is the, uh, I came up with the concept of the homeschooling interactive magazine, but she actually helped me map out the development and the pieces of it along with, I took those uh, information that I learned uh, for the magazine development. That's why if you want a magazine done, you need to go to her. <laughs> um, but I took that and I adapted to my new book, which is The Power of Podcasting. And shout out to Sheree Moore for being my branding and marketing strategist because it took a community to yeah. come together to help my dreams come to fruition. And so um, I'm very vocal about people who have helped me in any way, shape or form. Yes, God put the ideas in my head of how to do it, but due to some past things, I was, I couldn't move. I was inactive. I had lack of confidence. And you're probably saying, Dr. Tina, yes, I'm human. Okay. And so I would like to publicly like, thank you for, because it was not easy for her because listen, I can have some pushback, like some nip, like <laughs> Sheree and Shana had to really deal with me. <laughs> okay. And so, but they was patient because they realized that was my, that was my challenge. And now I had to work through that pain and I had to learn how to deal with it. And so she, she, that book coach, that's not just going to say, okay, give me your manuscript. Let me go handle that. Right. She's that coach that's going to help. What's the story about? What's the concept? Who are you trying to help? I mean, she's going to break that thing down so much that you're going to feel like you in a college classroom <laughs> and when you get out, <laughs> but when you get out, you're going to be a better person. And like I said, I was able to take that information that I learned from the magazine development and then transition it into uh, developing and creating the power of podcasting, which is the number one bestseller. So my first book by myself solo without writing on being co-author went number one, baby, twice. <laughs> the release number, and I won uh, for book authority for uh, 2023. I was in the top 11 books to read for 2023 for podcasting. Mm -hmm. And so God did that for number one. And, but number two, he also used other people be able to help you to reach that, but you have to accept it. So thank you so much, Shana, for working with me and helping me and those long nights and working through when I literally told her one night, I was like, I'm not doing it. And walked away. <laughs> and all I did was laugh. I was just like, you know, it's not like, you are. No, <laughs> because... Imagine exactly, it's a lot of people out there, it's just like coaching, right? Me and I'm helping people with their family situations. Mm -hmm. Everybody that comes through my coaching program, they 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 leave with something tangible. I don't care if it's a book, you're trying to put together an event, um, you're going to put together something that's going to be tangible that you're going to walk away with, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You have to learn how to accept those things that have happened to you and face those fears. And heal from those things in order to get over it. So the best way is to face it head on. And that's remember when I was telling you, I was like, no, we're going to do this book. Mm -hmm. We're going to do this book. And once we do this book and we get over this hump, it's going to be easy. It's going to be smooth selling after this. I said, but the first thing that stops people is themselves. Mm -hmm. They go back to that fear. They go right back to that fear. Mm -hmm. And it's not. You, you, that's the that's trick of the enemy. You have to learn how to see, recognize the fear, recognize what it is, be truthful with yourself and heal from that situation, that area, then mm. come forward. And if you have to do something tangible, push yourself. Yeah. And so, like I said, I'm going to show you guys uh, 
This is the homeschooling intro at the magazine. This was the first thing that I did solo by myself. Um, because like I said, I'm in like so many different books, but I'm a co-author and I was afraid to stand on my own two feet because of my past experience, which Shana, that family life coaching, uh, (laughs) she helped me. So don't just think that family life coaching is linear just to family situations, because sometimes it's, I had trauma dealing with friendships. I had trauma Mm -hmm. dealing with certain things that hurt me because remember your friends, when you love a friend, they become your family. Okay. And so I had to work through that. And she, now this is uh, edition four, five, we're on edition five now, but the first one, which I don't have this over there on the the bookshelf. uh, It was so hard because as we was building, I had to tackle, like she said, head on. And I didn't like it because it took me back to those feelings. It took me back to those self-limiting, sabotaging beliefs. And it made me feel like a scared little girl. And it made me lose my confidence to all the things that had built up, the visibility, all the accolades, all the awards and certificates and nominations. I went down from that to having to work through these emotions that I pushed away. I put a Band-Aid on it and walked away and never addressed it. Had I known that it was going to be like it was, it took me five years, people, five years to put out my own self-published book. And I had tried multiple times. I got like 30 different books waiting to be published right now. And I used to write, you know, because I'm a writer. But it took Shana to come along and help me chisel through the why I was doing what I was doing. Who did it? And I had to go back to that good old word that began with an F. I had to forgive. I had to let it go. And I had to forgive. And once I totally let it go and forgave, uh, it just, this went number one. <laughs> Worldwide went number one. And this went number one. And Sheree Moore actually helped me with uh, the branding. And shout out to Multifair Studio for yeah. uh, taking this wonderful shot. And shout out to my MUA, uh, Misty Elliott and I share the same MUA, Asia, Asia Williams, because she made that girl face beat to the gods. Okay, so it took a whole village (laughs) to get me to my first self-published book by myself. And so I want you to look and hear this. If you are a person currently right now and you have that book you want to write, you have that song you want to produce, you have that uh, degree that maybe you've been in school five, six, seven, maybe 10 years. And you're like, I'm not going to never graduate. Yes, you will. Okay. And I need you to get out of your own way and I need you to move forward. And if you need help, which I know you do, because I had to get some help. Shana is an amazing family life coach. Amazing. So if you can get on her books, get her. Uh, and she also have services available because I know all, uh, so many of you come to me. Can you help me with a book? Can you help me do this? Can you help me with a magazine? No, and no, and no, because I am a podcast coach and a homeschooling consultant. And even though I did it, that is not my genius zone. That is not what God put me on this earth to do. And I am I'm a podcast queen <laughs> coach <laughs> and a homeschooling consultant. So this is the woman along with Sheree Moore that you need to get in contact with for Sheree Moore for marketing, branding, and PR strategies, and Shana Asby for magazines, project management, all that stuff, book creation, publishing, logos, all the things that goes into 
you creating your magazine, creating your book, creating all of the things and mapping it out for you. And for me, I'm a visual learner. So she addressed uh, the learning based upon how you learn. Okay. So she adapt yeah. her processes to the way you learn. So if you learn audio, she's going to give it to you the way that you get it. If she, yeah. she mapped me out. She was like, wait a minute, hold up, hold up. You learn, you a visual learner. I'm like, yes. yes. So you're a hands-on learner. I'm like, yes. yes. Okay. This is how we're going to do it. And yes. it just went. So first of all, uh, um, thank you for that. Also, she has a podcast called The Mother's Place. So for all you mothers that's out there that feel lost, that feel misunderstood, that feel misaligned, that you're not fortunate enough to have currently right now, quote unquote, a tribe around you, which is not uncommon. So do not feel alone. That is not uncommon. Shana actually created a safe place, a safe haven for mothers to be able to come, be able to share, be able to be transparent, to be able to share your journey and your plight and and be able to form that community that we're speaking about. And so tell us about your podcast, The Mother's Place. Yes. Again, the, the podcast called The Mother's Place is a place where we help strengthen, encourage and realign as well as advocate for mothers. Right. Mm -hmm. So this is the place where we can be ourselves. We have so many things that's going on with inside the community of mothers. You know, one is not being able to, it's a lot of mothers who did not have a great relationship with their mother. Mm -hmm. So we need to talk about those situations. Why didn't we have a great relationship? Not only why didn't we have a great relationship, what could I change so I can be the great mother that I wanted her to be? Because it's in me, right? So we talk about different situations that affects mothers um every day and you know every time we have the podcast you know we and we also come communicate amongst each other on clubhouse about those different situations so we can get to a healing space so we can get it to an understanding space because a lot of again of us mothers we have become broken with the single black woman the single mothers or you know here go that mother or you know why is it but we need to have those conversations that that we generally don't have that we feel like we're nervous about or so we can go ahead and heal and go forward. So the podcast, the mother's place actually gives advice and information and talks about some of those situations in order for us to get healing from. I love it. I love it. And, and you guys, even if you are a woman, a mother and you are married, you can still benefit. I am a, I am a wife and a mother and I benefit from it because even though you are a married woman, that does not necessarily mean that you don't have some of the same facing the same problems <clears throat> or situations, or maybe have the same type of thoughts that only another woman will understand. Okay. Yeah. And so I go and listen in, even though, um, my husband is still here. However, as a woman, this is woman stuff. Like, okay, when you feel insecure, whether you're married or not, when we, we sometimes feel insecure. Yes. Come on, we feel insecure. Like um the, the dynamic between women. Yes. Why is why do some grown women still build relationships and tear them down sabotage them and do the mean girl thing we're grown women yes, yes. so why do some women still have the mean girl syndrome that's what i like to call it the mean girl syndrome okay 
And maybe it's because of something that happened to them and they're just repeating the different things. So Shayna's podcast and her clubhouse really tackle the why and then most importantly, how we can work our way through it and how we can address why we do it. Because sometimes you don't even realize until someone else bringing it to your attention because that's how you've been all along. It's not that you're a bad person. It's just that you're just doing what you used to doing to survive. Yes. Because most of us are in survival mode. To be honest, we are (laughs) in that fight or flight 24 hours, seven days a week. We're never in that neutral zone where we are just... Right, breathing. And that's a problem. And that's a real big problem. Mm -hmm. It's a really, really big problem. I love what you said earlier. One of the first things that I always talk to people about when it comes to our family and it comes to us is forgiveness. Mm -hmm. We have to learn how to forgive ourselves. We have to learn how to forgive those people that we feel like have wronged us. But we have to get to that space of saying, you know what, I'm not running no more. I'm going to sit here. I'm going to tackle this and I'm going to deal with it in order for me to move forward. Yes, like you said, it's not just a place for just mothers or single mothers. Women who are married have a lot to contribute to us mothers who are single or have not been married. They have a lot to contribute because eventually one day we want to transition over into being married. And why would I not want to speak or build relationships with other women who are in that marriage space? Let's be honest. Everybody may not be meant to be married. Everybody may not want to be married. Mm -hmm. And everybody has a different perception or ideology ideology of what a marriage is or what it takes to stay in a marriage. I put up a post a couple of weeks ago and I said, you know what? You have to stay on the wall for every new level, every new addition to your life, every new assignment, everything that you walk in. If it's a job promotion, if it's a relationship, a baby, if it's in a relationship, if it's with it, this is a new, a new level. And with that, you have to stay prayed up and you have to, you cannot fight the way that you used to fight because those tools didn't work over there. And that's why it's so important to get a family life coach. And it's also important that when you go through those deep experiences, because a family life coach is not a therapist. Mm -hmm. We are not. Let's go there. A coach is not a therapist. Nope. (laughs) No way. Nope. You got a consultant. A consultant is not a therapist. A consultant is not a therapist. We're not that they're not a therapist. A coach is that person that's going to push you, that's going to inspire you, that's going to motivate you and encourage you to propel you to that next level. Again, we need each other. And if somebody has already went through the fire and went through the trenches, we need to connect with those people so we can help get to the next level to see what they did in order to get there. So when it comes to a coach, we've already walked that walk. All you need to do is tap in. So you can get to the next level that you need to be at and stop allowing situations to hinder you from your destiny. That is why I coach, because I want to see everybody succeed. I want to see everybody excel, but I also want to see us thrive and come together and build as a community because our children, they need that for the next generation. They do. They really do. Well, Shana, I want to thank you. So, so much for being the featured guest on the Tina Ramsey show, taking your time and really explaining to us 
about uh, what you do as a family scientist, uh, going to school for a family scientist, yeah. and also uh, with the family uh, life coaching. Um, it take, like I said, it take a special type of person to be able to do this type of work. And also thank you for being so transparent. And for those of you who want to know how you can be a featured guest on her show, go to CTR Media Network and it has all the different specifications of what you need to do in order to be a featured guest. Because very soon she is going to be having guests uh, starting her new season on her show. So make sure to check her out on CTRMediaNetwork.com. And you just click on the logo that is the mother's place. But right yes. now you don't have to wait. You can go and binge watch and binge listen to all her previous episodes, which is sure to be able to help you navigate through this thing that we call life okay whether you are married or single whether you are a man or a woman i encourage you to go listen to it because as a man you need to know how we think yes. <laughs> you need to know because you're like i can't make her happy well go listen you remember steve harvey came out on what a man thinks well how about shana is what a woman thinks go on over there <laughs> And listen, so that you can have those conversations with your significant other to know some of the plights and understand why we maneuver, why we do things the way that we do them as women versus the way that you do things as men, because we're totally different on the way yeah. that we address different stuff. And so it's just a very good educational platform. Sometimes you're going to hear us mad. Sometimes you're going to hear us crying. Sometimes you're going to hear us excited. Just understand we emotional sometimes. <laughs> we we are emotional and men i do want to say this like we at this time i've seen a lot of different programs where women and men are tearing each other down mm -hmm. we are supposed to be building together so even if we learn about each other we're learning how to come together we want to create more families with a two-parent household we have a lot of skip generational parents. And if you don't know what skip generational is, that's when the grandparents are raising the children. We have a lot of that going on. We need to get back to where the family is coming together for the children. The family is coming back together as a purpose, as a unit, because together, separately, we're apart, but together we're a unit and we can move mountains. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Well, you guys, make sure to check her out on so all social media platforms and make sure to follow her at CTR Media Network on The Mother's Place. You can actually click her social media, some of her social media on CTR Media Network as well. Mm -hmm. And make sure to stay in the know if you want to be a future speaker for her upcoming, maybe next year, her uh, Generational Wealth Summit. Yes. And just stay in the know of what she has to do and what she has to offer. If you are a you and your family need coaching, not therapy, coaching, make sure to reach out to Shana as well to get on her books. And uh, let's see, we have the Mother Place Generational Wealth Summit, the Family Life Coach. All of those things are here to help us redefine, I would not say redefine, but rebirth the family unit. Yeah. Many of our problems that we're having today is not from a lack of, it's from us not coming together because the lack come from us not being together because everybody's role, the mother, the father, the sister, the uncle, the cousin, the friend, the grandparents, 
everybody plays a significant role in the family unit. And if it yeah. didn't, God wouldn't have put it in place. Point blank. Yeah, yeah. We didn't need everybody. Everybody plays a role. And yes. so when we go back to the role that was originally intended along with uh, building our family units, our community and our extended family, the communities in which we live. Yes. The world out here would be a whole lot different. I, I feel like it, people wouldn't be so angry because they wouldn't feel like they're alone. Yes. People would be, yes. Seen. Yes. People would be seen and not just heard. Yes. A lot of this is because of the disconnect. People don't feel understood. People don't yes. feel loved. People are misaligned. Yes. People are mishandled and not shown respect. Yes. Okay. At the end of the day. And so I love what you're doing. Keep up the fantastic work. And I'll see you in a moment. Let's go ahead. You stay right there. Stay right there. Don't leave from the backstage. And we will come back in a moment. Have a great day. Thank you. Bye. Listen, you guys, if no one told you this today, I want you to know that I love you. Because many times you don't hear that and you don't feel valued, you don't feel worthy. And the Tina Ramon Show is all about motivating you, sharing knowledge, having upbuilding conversations since around business, wellness, education, mental health, and life. We introduce you to some of the most amazing standout entrepreneurs, influencers, and podcasters that are truly making a positive impact in the world. And Shayna Asby is just one of the amazing people that is doing just that. So if anything that she said resonates with you, which I know it, I know it is, I want you to go ahead and um, reach out to her so that you can book her for any of her services or any of her uh, things that she has available. Listen, what I want you to do, until next time, you know I always see you. I want you to what? Keep smiling. I'll see you next week with the Tina Ramsey Show and podcast. Make sure to like, follow, share, subscribe, and drop your girl a comment. Okay. I see you in the views, but I don't see you in the comments. Say hello. I'll talk to you later. Ready to skyrocket your podcasting journey? Look no further than The Power of Podcasting by Dr. Tina J. Ramsey. This book is not just any ordinary guide. It's a game changer that offers insider strategies, captivating content creation tips, proven techniques, and monetization secrets. But that's not all. When you purchase The Power of Podcasting, you also receive a complimentary bonus. Dr. Ramsey's sought-after podcast 30 video course valued at $999 absolutely free. It's no wonder this book is the number one bestseller on Amazon and has been rated one of the top 10 best new podcasting books to read by book authority. Dr. Ramsey's expertise and practical advice have earned her acclaim in the industry. So what are you waiting for? Take the leap and unlock your podcasting success today. Grab your copy of The Power of Podcasting, Unlocking Tips and Strategies for Podcast Success by Dr. Tina J. Ramsey on Amazon or visit their website at ctrmedianetwork.com. A link will be provided in this episode's description. Your podcasting journey starts here.
Well, you have any closing remarks before we head out? Y'all, please support the movement of CTR Media Network. I'm telling you, being a part of this amazing media family, you, I, I can't go wrong, right? They have the support. They support us in all that we do. We have questions. They need a time out to advise and mentor. Uh, so definitely check out the different plethora of shows that are on the network. I promise you, I promise you, and I'm not saying this because I'm part of the family, but I promise you, you will be uplifted, inspired, educated, motivated, all the good stuff that we all need to carry ourselves out through the day. So definitely go check it out, y'all. Awesome. I, I definitely appreciate you. Definitely.